Hello everyone, this is Evangelist James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry, Watchman James, and uh, this is Repent Radio on Anchor. Well, we're going to be in Romans 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of Allahim, the powers that be, are ordained of Allahim. All right, right there it tells us that let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of Allahim, the powers that be are ordained of Elohim. Okay, we're going to take it to Titus chapter 3, verse 1. And it says, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. All right, let's go to First Peter chapter 2, verse 13, possibly 14 too. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for Ahia's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. And for the praise of them that do well. Verse 15. For so is the will of Elohim that with well doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Okay. Now, let's go to Acts chapter 4. Verses 19 and 20. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of Elohim to hearken unto you more than unto Elohim, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. All right, now we're going to go to Daniel chapter 3.
your nephew uh, more seconds that should be Alright, uh, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar was talking to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in chapter 3 of Daniel. Here's Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down, and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hand? That was King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, like in Romans chapter 13 there where you're supposed to listen to, well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, to King Nebuchadnezzar, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our Allahim, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Okay, and then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury. And so he goes to punish them with the fiery furnace, and then it didn't work. But he came to really respect Ahia, their Allahim. I'm just showing here some examples, okay. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of Elohim. The powers that be are ordained of Elohim. Well, to a certain extent. All right, 
Verse 2, Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of Elohim. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil wilt thou then not be afraid of the power. Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of Elohim to do to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of Elohim, um, revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are Elohim's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their duties, owe to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom is whom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear, honor unto to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. All right, what that's saying, we're supposed to respect the powers, the king and presidents and whoever's in charge over us but to a certain extent like what's going on right now about the uh, vaccinations and stuff it's very eerily sounding sort of like Revelation 13, verses 16 to 18. And because it's all both small and great, rich and poor, free and fine, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that word in Greek for hand, C-H-E-I-R, also means arm. According to one of the people that does the uh, dictionaries named Mounts, M-O-U-N-C-E, says it could be armed, too. So a mark in their right 
hand? Could it be right arm or in their foreheads? And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the number of the beast or the number of his name. So it says, he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. And the vaccine's got a thing called Lucifer Ray, so that could be the name of the beast, because Lucifer is Satan's original name. Think about it. For in English, Lucifer is his name, means light bearer. But anyways, back to Romans 13, to a certain extent, reason I'm getting on this right here is because the pastors of a bunch of churches are going to be, if they make this mandatory, to get people to get their vaccinations because they'll be getting damnation if they don't. That's what it says. It does say, Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of Elohim, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. And then it says Titus 3.1. Let's go back to Titus 3.1 again. Uh, What does it say? Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Let's do verse 2. To speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of Allah, our Savior, toward man appeared. Okay, so right here it's telling us that we are subject to them. But if it comes down to where they tell us to take something that goes against what Ahaya says, who are we going to listen to? He says that Elohim be true and every man a liar. 
It does say that. And we don't want to mess up to where we wind up listening to what that said a little too much and not obeyed what he wanted. Because there's always a way that seems right to man, but then in the end, it what always brings death. We got to remember that. That we need to be subject to them, but to a certain extent. If it doesn't go against Ahaya, then yes, we're to be subject. Like they'll say, no uh, killing. Well, we're not going to kill. Stealing's a crime, but we're not going to steal because that's in the, a lot of the Torah and all is actually in the law of the land. But I'm just letting y'all know that they may try to bring a little stuff to you to get you to take something that you don't need. And uh, use that against you. Well, they said it's mandatory. You've got to take this mark. You've got to take this. If you don't get vaccinated. Well, it does say that. Yeah, but it says that if you take the mark of the beast. Wow, it says a lot of stuff. I mean, it's right there's plain. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And I was saying that there's a word called chier, C-H-E-I-R, in the Greek. And people says it also means arm. So it could be a mark in their right arm or in their forehead. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast... We know it's got Lucifer rays. Or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred three score and six. And well, you go to. You want to find out what happens to them that takes that? Revelation chapter 14. We're starting at verse 9. And the third angel 
followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, or maybe arm, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Allah, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. Think about that. The same will drink the wine of the wrath of Elohim, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. Think about that. They'll be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of his holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. That's not all of it. And they have no rest day nor night. No rest day nor night. Who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Think about that. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yeshua. Think about this. And something special, too, if you don't take that. Revelation 20, verses 4 and 5. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded. The souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yeshua and for the word of Elohim and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Think about that.
I mean, we know that the government's going to be what does all that, uh, beheading and all. They're the ones that's going to institute the mark with the Antichrist. And we've got to remember here in Ephesians chapter 6, <clears throat> we're going to be in that for a little bit right now. We're going to start at verse 10 of Ephesians 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in Yeshiah and in the power of his might. So we're to be strong in Yeshua and in the power of his might. We know that all this stuff's going to happen. We know that. Right now, yes, in a way, we're to do what the government wants. But it's coming to a time where we're not going to be able to because they're going to be totally, right now they're trying to be against Ahia and Yeshia. They are. They're trying to come against. They're wanting to take the freedom of religion away. That's going to probably be one of the first things that if Biden gets into office, what he's going to try to do for the Democrats to try to get the freedom of religion out. But the thing is, no matter what, the gospel's got to keep, still keep being preached. Still has to be preached. Still need preachers out there, evangelists, no matter what. I mean, it's going to get so bad. It's, it's a battle between good and evil, between Ahia and Satan. Ahijah's going to win through Yeshia. But anyways, back to Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in Yeshia and in the power of his might. So we need to be strong in Yeshia and the power of his might. No matter what's thrown at us, we're to be strong in him. Put on the whole armor of Elohim, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We need to put on the full armor of Elohim, the full armor of Ahiah. Yes, 
and this is New Year's Eve, fixing to be New Year's come midnight, and it's 4.15 in the afternoon right now here in Plano, Texas, and it's all getting real every day, everything going on, for we wrestle, okay, Finally, my brethren, be strong in Yeshua and in the power of his might. Yes. The word of walk like we're strong in him and in the power of his might. We're not weak, we're strong when we have Yeshua. Yes, we are. Put on the whole armor of Ahia, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So we need to put on the full armor, the whole armor. And walk in that armor and stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood no we don't but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places alright let's go back to Romans chapter 13 for a minute, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of Elohim, the powers that be are ordained of Elohim. Well, here it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So when they come, the government comes against us because of our freedom of religion, the freedom to serve Ahia. We need to tell them, hey, y'all need to repent and get right. We're to pray for them too and let them know they need to seek Ahia and Yeshia. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Ahia, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So here we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
That's what we wrestle against. So we can't just be battling people because they're being ruled by these. These principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world that are against spiritual against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, when we're against all this, they're going to use people against us. And we've got to understand that, that we can't just get mad and kill these people. Because the battle's not between us and them, it's between Ahia and Satan and we're in the battle too but we're not out to just kill people we're out to bring them to Yeshia and we can't bring them to Yeshia if we kill them Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Ahia, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So we're to take unto us the full armor of Ahia. We're to so that we'll be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. We're to stand and have our loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, we're to Wear that breastplate of righteousness on us. And uh, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. So we need to have truth, righteousness, gospel of peace, the preparation of it. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and have faith, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Ahia. So we're to have truth, righteousness, Preparation of the gospel of peace, faith, helmet of salvation, and we're to have the word of Ahia. We're to have these things in our life. We're to continually be living in truth. In righteousness, in going around preaching the gospel of peace, and having faith and using it, 
and believe the gospel so that we have the helmet of salvation and read the word of Elohim every day, the word of Ahia. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Watching therein too with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So that's the way we need to be. We need to have that full armor and be wearing it all the time. And we need to do like Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I mean, I used to do all kinds of sin in my life. I used to. But since I came to Christ Josiah, what happened? Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So if I'm living any of my old life, then how am I a new creature? And if I'm not being a new creature and I'm just going and doing everything under the sun, let's go to Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily, and follow me. I mean, if I'm living my old life right now, and just keep on living it, living it, and living it, I'm not denying myself. But if I choose not to do my old ways, and to change, and let Yeshua change my life, then I'm denying myself and I'm taking up my cross daily and following Yeshua because that's what he wants us to do is to deny ourselves. Okay, when we came to him, we died. Just like Paul said, it's not I, but Christ who lives in me. Think about that. You're not yourself anymore. It's not you living in you anymore. It's Christ in you, through you.
We need to wake up to that revelation. I count all things lost so that I can win the prize, which is Yeshua. Think about that. We all need to wake up to that. Rejoice in Yeshua always. And again I say rejoice. But it says right here, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of Ahia in Christ Yeshua. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, Ahia shall reveal even this unto you. And he goes in verse, we're going to start at verse 7 of Philippians 3. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ, yea, doubtless, and I can count all things but loss. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Yeshua, my master, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Think about that. We count... Everything a loss, the things that were gained to us, we count them loss for Christ. We're to count everything but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Yeshua, our Master. We need to live for him. He loved you enough. He paid the price for you.
He wants to give you eternal life. I mean, this new year coming up in a few hours. 4.31 in the afternoon now, so seven and a half hours. Ain't no telling what's going to come in. And we know in the next week or two, things are going to be going down, probably. We've got to keep everything in prayer. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. <clears throat> this would be the gospel. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Yeah, he died for our sins. He paid the price for our sins. And he was buried and rose again on the third day. We've got to believe that. In Romans 10, verses 9, 10, and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Master, Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart, that Ahiah hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. So whosoever calls on the name of Yeshua shall be saved. And let's go to Luke. 24 verses 46 and 47 and said unto them thus it is written and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead 
the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Think about that. It says repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name, in Yeshua's name, among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Think about that. Things are going to go at a head soon. Let's go to Matthew 24. Verse 6. Now we're going to start at verse 4. And Yeshua answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. So all this stuff's got to come to pass. Many shall come in his name. And they shall deceive many. And they'll hear of wars and rumors of wars, but be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Think about that. The end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Think about that. People come and saying they are Christ. Here are wars and rumors of wars. And then for nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginnings of sorrow. That's going through now. They're talking about another swarm of earthquakes in Yellowstone. They're talking about Earthquakes everywhere. United States and 
Iran may be in a war soon. They're talking about pestilence. Well, there's a little pest being called uh, coronavirus or COVID-19. I mean, that's a pest if you ever want to see one that makes you have to wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands every 15, 20 minutes. And go on a lockdown every now and then. I mean, if that ain't pesty, I don't know. And then famines. Yep, we're going through one. And there's one that's probably going to be here soon. That isn't even about food. Let's go to the book of Amos. I think it's chapter 9. I guess it's not chapter 9. Well, anyways, uh, I can't find it in here, but uh, there is a famine that's coming, and it's the word of Ahia. It's not food, but he's going to bring a famine. But anyways, I didn't see it. I'll look it up later. And uh, if I don't do another radio broadcast today, I'll put it out there tomorrow. But it 
But then again, I may bring one out in five or ten minutes, maybe an hour or two. But I think I'll probably do another radio broadcast. And I'll see about putting that out there about the famine. And, uh... I thought it was Book of Amos. Well, anyways, y'all have, uh, I can't find it, and so, uh, if you don't know Yeshaya, repent of your sins and cry out to him. Let him change your life around. He wants to give you eternal life. He's not willing for you to perish, but to repent and come to him for salvation. Anyways, y'all have a blessed day and have a happy New Year's. If you go by the Gregorian calendar, I try to go, uh, try to start it whenever the uh, month of Abib, Abib is. But anyway, y'all have a blessed day in Yeshua's mighty name. Peace and Shalom.